Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, episode number 449. How are you doing, my friends? Now, this episode is a little bit later than it normally would have been because I was watching the football games. I tend to record these Sunday evenings, and normally this would have been up already, but I wanted to watch both of the games. My hometown team is going to the Super Bowl, and so is the other team, (laughs) right? And so... I'm watching the football game. I'm watching the Kansas City Chiefs game and Patrick Mahomes. I'm the, by the way, for those of you listening, this is not a sports podcast. I'm using this to, to make a point. So don't, don't get, don't, don't fast forward because I know you might go, Oh, he's talking about, Oh, he's going to talk about football. I'm going to hit that skip button. Don't hit the skip button. You're going to, you're going to feel like a dope because you're going to have to go all the way back to the beginning of the podcast to find out what the heck I was talking about. Okay. Now put, put, get your finger off of that phone. Get off, yes, ah, get off that screen. Get away from that skip button, Dagnabbit. So Mahomes is running out of bounds, and the defender hits him and pushes him out of bounds. It's a 15-yard penalty, and that 15-yard penalty moved the ball closer to the end zone, which meant the field goal attempt by the Kansas City Chiefs with three seconds left on the clock was a much shorter and more makeable field goal. They made the field goal. They win the game. They go to the Super Bowl to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I'm sure someone around the world has used a phrase that you hear all the time. Oh, they fumbled the bag, man. Oh, they fumbled the bag, man. They fumbled the bag. And if you're not familiar with that phrase, some some of you people outside of the country may not be familiar with that phrase. The bag usually means money. It's symbolic. It's a money bag. But usually it can be used in, in, in ways that signify anything that's a goal of yours. Something that you've always wanted, something that you work toward, you know. I've seen people say you got the bag, meaning they've got a significant other that they want. Maybe they think that the person has attracted a a spectacular significant other. Oh, man, you got the bag, right? They'll say that. Maybe Maybe it's an object. They want all that car. Oh, man, you got the bag, man. They'll do that sometimes, right? But one of the phrases that people use is fumbled the bag. You fumbled the bag. And what fumbled the bag means is something that you wanted that you was in your grasp, it could be money, significant other, that car we just mentioned, it could be any of those things, and then you did something stupid to mess it up, to lose it, or you were close to getting it, it was pretty much yours for the taking, and then you did something to mess it up. You see this happen all the time, just like that poor guy who hit Mahomes out of bounds, he fumbled the bag because that mistake means they didn't get to go to overtime and at least have an opportunity to win the game. That pretty much sealed their fate and knocked them out of any chance of going to the Super Bowl. And he was sad on the sidelines. And one of my friends here was at the house watching the game with me goes, is that guy crying? And I said, yeah, he is crying. I mean, you know, he feels bad. He he realizes that one mistake was the thing that put the team he was playing against, the Kansas City Chiefs, in position to go to the Super Bowl. So, of course, he feels bad. He fumbled the bag, as everyone would say. But many people fumble the bag, right? There's a whole lot of people I like to refer to as bag fumblers. You ever see someone that's really, really close on many, many occasions to getting something good, and then they do something really stupid to mess it up? You're looking at them, and you're almost kind of smiling because you see somebody that you know, and you know something good's about to happen to him. You see the guy, he finally gets the courage to talk to that lady he's always wanted to talk to, and she actually thinks he's a cute guy. She's going to give him a chance to be with her. They go out on a couple of dates and everything like that, and then, then, 
Then the office hottie hits on him. Right? He had a lady he was interested in, a sweet lady, a, a, a beautiful lady, but there was a woman there who's like model pretty to him. And he never even had her on his radar because he never thought he had a chance, but now he has a chance. He doesn't even know anything about her personality. He just knows what she looks like. She's so hot. She's so hot. And he had this pretty lady that he was really caring about that he liked as a person. But the office hottie was giving him the time of day and basically telling him he was going to get to do some wonderful stuff with her. Oh, yeah. So what does he do? What does he do? He betrays the sweetheart, sweetie bop lady that he should have been with in the first place. He thinks he's going to be slick and do what he thinks is a once in a lifetime opportunity to to be with the how office hottie with the perfect body. I did not rhyme that on purpose, though. They shot out back to my story. He thinks he's slick, thinks he got away with it. He's like, yeah, I got to be with her, man. It was awesome. She's so hot. She's so perfect. Yeah, but you could be running his mouth, bragging at the water cooler to one of his friends. And his friend's going, why did you do that, man? You had a, you had this sweet girlfriend, man. You've you been wanting to be with her for a long period of time. You finally got the courage to be with her. And then you're going to mess it up by doing it. Man, that's stupid, man. Hey, man. It was just a one-time thing, man. We both knew what time it was. She was I mean, she she even told me she just wanted to do something. She needed to be with somebody. She wanted to do some stuff with me. He's running his mouth. He doesn't realize that the sweetheart, sweetie bop lady that was supposedly the lady he cared about, that was supposed to be maybe even his future girlfriend, his future serious girlfriend, his future wife, mother of his children, is just on the other side of the door. In fact, she's not on the other side of the door anymore. As he's talking... She's pushing open the door and she's looking at him and she's not even crying or sad. She just has an empty look on her face, a look of disappointment and disgust. And the guy he's talking to, his face freezes and his eyes widen. And the guy looks at him and who's, who's doing the, who did the cheating. What are you, what are you looking at? And he stops and he realizes there's only one reason that his friend's face would look like that. He turns around. He sees her face. Now she cries and she walks out slowly and her body language is kind of melted. She walked in, you know, she was probably walking around happy and floating because she liked him too. And now her body's just kind of melted. She's dejected. Why? Because he's a piece of crap. He had a great woman who was a pretty lady who could have made him happy. With, oh, he wanted her really badly. And he had her. She wanted him too. He was dreaming about her. And now he didn't have to dream about her. He was right there. Oh, man. They hadn't done anything yet, but it was only a matter of time, right? And just to be with that one, quote, hot woman for one time, he fumbled the bag, man. He fumbled the bag. There are a lot of habitual bag fumblers around the world, man. Right? You see it all the time. It doesn't just have to just be relationships or anything like that. It could be any particular thing, man. You see it on the game show. How many times have you watched the game show when there's, you know, you have how the prizes escalate? It's 5,000. It's 10,000. It's 50,000. It's this thousand. It's that thousand. And a person gets up to a really nice number. The person works as a whatever and they make about $29,000 a year. They're on a game show and they've already won 100,000. 
dollars. It's one of those replacement shows. You know, imagine some replacement show that comes on during the summer. You know, how when the summertime comes and all the networks put on their cheap game shows because they cost five cents to make. They put this ridiculous prize up and the, the prize itself, the amount in the prize itself is a feature of the show, a selling point of the show. And she's sitting there and she's got a hundred thousand dollars. She's got a hundred and it's literally right there. If she stops right now she's got a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my God. It's going to be 70 grand after taxes. Ooh. Is it going to make her so she doesn't have to work anymore? No, but she definitely has enough money in the bank where she can pretty much handle any kind of an emergency. Right? Right? You don't really want to change your life if you get that kind of money. You put it in the bank or you invest it in a way where it's growing and all that kind of crap. You probably shouldn't even touch it. Maybe you buy yourself a little a TV or something, you know, but you don't touch it. You just you just let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. The game show host goes, OK, Margaret, you have a hundred thousand dollars. Audience goes nuts. Yeah, that's right, Margaret. But this game isn't called $100,000 Guess Me. It's called Million Dollar Guess Me. And you have an opportunity now because you won the bonus round and you got the red chigoogoo. And the red chigoogoo means you have a chance at the top prize. Are you going to take the $100,000 you have right now and go home? Go home. Or are you going to go for, audience chimes in, the million dollar. Oh, you're going to go for the million. We're going to give you a couple of seconds to think about it. About 30 seconds goes by. She's sitting there looking around. You can see her contemplating. And the entire crowd's going, yeah, this is all fun. And you can see them looking like, what is she thinking about she probably makes about 28 grand, 29 grand a year. She's got 100 grand in her hand right now, probably about 70 grand after taxes. What the heck is she doing? She's actually thinking about it. Most people living in sit would just be sitting there smiling like, I don't know why you playing that music. I'm taking this damn money. Hell no, Jack. I just got out of debt. I'm making about 28, 29 grand a year. This is going to be a nice little nest egg to put in the bank just in case of an emergency. You know, that way I don't have a lot of pressure at my job because I got a several years salary. If my job falls through, do I can find another job? I am not messing this up. I, there's no way in the hell I'm on risk. I mean, I know that's a million dollars, but I also know that y'all trying to trick me because, you know, you, you want me to lose this hundred thousand dollars so I can look like a dummy and you can put me in the commercial. Hell no. That's what most people People are thinking, but not her. Oh, no, she's contemplating. But if I get the million, that means I probably get about $600,000. Yeah, $600,000 is a lot more than 70. Yeah. Do, 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 lady, do, do. And the crowd's going, is she really? She better take the on. What is she doing? She she guessed on the last three. She didn't even really know, really know the answer. Did she just kind of guessed? Do, 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 bing. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm going to go for the million, Bill. And the audience is like, you hear the audience. What? <laughs> right? But of course, they probably edit that out and add some, yay, which really doesn't match when they have the camera, the audience, and they're all waving, no, and they're going, you're at home watching. How come they're waving no, but the audience seems to be saying yay? Maybe there's some people behind the camera that 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 I can't see because everybody that I'm looking at right now is pretty much saying not to do it. Do 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 do. do. I'm gonna go for it. All right.
Now, this one's going to be a little bit harder because you're going for the million. All right? Okay, we want you to solve string theory with your eyes taped closed, your hands taped together, your feet in a bucket of water, and your mouth taped closed, and your eyes blindfolded. What? No, I don't even know what string theory is. That's really not our problem, and thank you for the $100,000 back. I mean, I mean, uh, good luck. And they peel the audience and go, didn't you realize that? I mean, just look how cheap the show is. We had to bring our own chairs. You think they're going to just give you the million dollars? They didn't even have a lunchroom here. We went to the lunchroom. We opened up the door and they had a sign that said, nice try. McDonald's is down the street. This is a cheap show. They're not giving up that money that easily. Wow, you're stupid. Oh, my God. I don't know the answer. Well, that's a shame, stupid. I mean, lady, uh, you don't get the money. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how you're going to get home. <laughs> we only pay for the trip here. <laughs> Enjoy yourself putting your thumb out and hitchhiking back to Michigan. <laughs> now get out. Is that a bit of an exaggeration? Yes. But you've seen people fumble the bag on these shows. It's just what people do sometimes. But as listeners to this program, I don't want you to fumble the bag. Sometimes enough is enough. Sometimes you got to look at what you got in front of you and realize, I think I've won, right? Like the guy at work, he had a beautiful lady who he was, who he was crazy about, who was crazy about him. He could have been living a good life with that wonderful lady, and he genuinely liked her. But he saw this lady who looked like a supermodel, and for some reason she wanted to get it on with his dumb ass and got it on with his dumb ass. You know what the funny thing is, all kidding aside, I've worked in offices where there was like super good-looking women who guys were intimidated to ask out. And they wound up, they were really just not getting it on with anyone because they didn't want to get it on with the players because the players would just use them and then move on to the next lady. And they didn't want to get it on. And the other guys were so afraid. I remember walking down the street with one of these ladies and we were just having a conversation and I'm looking at her like, yeah, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to ask. And this is back when I, I actually was shy. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to ask this lady. I just ain't going to happen. So she starts going, yeah, man. I'm always busy on Saturday. I'm always home on Saturdays. I tell you, I really wish somebody would ask me out. And then she kind of looked at me and I'm sitting there going, this supermodel, this supermodel woman, supermodel looking woman from the office. Is she asking me to ask her out? I don't even know. I, should I even attempt this? Cause I don't want to get embarrassed. And I went, but it's, like, it's not like there's anybody around. We're just walking to the bus stop. I mean, uh, let me just kind of put a feeler out and see whether or not she's actually interested. I don't even know if this, because I, because I don't feel. I mean, if I go, hey, I, I'll take you out. She's gonna go. Oh no, no, I didn't mean you. I, even though that's not a mean way to be rejected, the last thing you want to do is hear that because it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. And I'm looking at her, and she's just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It rhymes with judicious. Oh, delicious, just beautiful, delicious sister, dark chocolate. Just yum, right? But I'm like, no, there's no way in the world she looks like a damn model. There's no way. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not. It's not like I don't get dates or anything. But I mean, good lord, man. I mean, I know my. I mean, I should I do this? Okay, here we go. I got to make sure this is a soft feeler, a soft feeler. That way, I have some plausible deniability 
when she goes, oh, no, I didn't mean you. So, I mean, I didn't mean that. I mean, I mean, I was just kidding about that, you know, which is kind of, I just, I, I have the way the prospect of humiliation versus what it would be like to get it on with her. Is it worth the humiliation for the prospect of having sex? Yeah, it's worth it. I either. You, you, what you mean? You, 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 you're not seeing anybody on Saturdays. You, 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 good as you look, you should be going out every Saturday. Shoot, you should let me take you out. Now, between that last word and that sentence, and her reply, was probably about a second and a half. What did it feel like? It felt like I could literally knit an Afghan that would cover Afghanistan. It, you know what I'm saying? It looked like I could, it, I mean, it, it seemed like I would have to shave my face and I was clean shaven when I asked the question. It seemed like I would have one of them ZZ Top beards by the time she answered. It seemed like, you know, it, it was like it was, Jan, it was January 15th and it felt like it was time for New Year's Eve for the next year to come between the time she answered. It was the longest 1.5 seconds in the history of mankind. The longest 1.5. I mean, it was excruciating because her expression on her face didn't change. She turned her face to me as we were walking and I was kind of, we were both facing forward while we were talking and I kind of shot that, as the kids say, shot my shot at this, uh, as the kids would say, dime. And I'll be honest with you, she was more like five dollars, not a dime. Okay, now you're a dime piece. She's perfect. This woman was a, this woman was the, the woman of the Fort Knox. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, I threw that little line. You should go. I should take you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she still has. Keep in mind, this is like keep in mind. I've been talking and, and telling you what's going through my mind. I'm still at around the half second of the second and a half. There's still a whole second left in her. I mean, she, that's just a half second has gone by. And I'm still thinking, and she's, her mouth is starting to move. Okay. Her mouth is starting to move, but she doesn't, okay, her eyes, her expression has not changed. Okay. This is the part where she basically, she seems like a nice enough person. So she's going to turn me down nicely. Her eyes are starting to smile. She's smiling. She's saying she wants me to come over to her house Saturday? What? She just grabbed my face and slobbed me down. She just said, okay, I'm not looking for anything serious, but we can enjoy each other on Saturday if we just keep it on the low because I don't want a boyfriend right now. I just think you're kind of cute. And I haven't had any in a while. This ridiculously beautiful woman basically just said she wants me to come over and she wants to have her way with me and use me all day Saturday, all night Saturday. And then we just keep it to ourselves. I'm basically guaranteed to spend at least 14 hours in this woman's house at her request get and she just said she'll she'll bring the condoms i i'm i'm not believe, i'm not believing this i, I just is really uh, 
God, this is incredible. Right? And I almost fumbled the bag because something in my mind told me she was kidding. I'm like, yeah, right. I actually said, yeah, right. And I saw her frown a little bit. And I went, oh, my God, she's serious. And I said, this is how quick the comedic mind is. I saved it. Because she starts to frown. I said, yeah, right. Like, I, this is how I saved it. Yeah, right. Like, I'm not going to be at your house in five minutes and just wait till Saturday. Because she started to smile and laugh. I'm like, I saved it. Almost fumbled the bag. Ooh, because she was about to go, oh, so you going to reject me? And look at me. You you kind of cute, but I'm but I'm just devastating. And I, and I saved it. Uh, I'm too much of a gentleman to tell you what happened on Saturday. But I think you know what happened on Saturday. And I'm proud of myself because I was awesome. <laughs> uh, one of my best performances ever. <laughs> That's not a joke. I was really that good. <laughs> and then as it turned out, I was, I was, I was a little bit too good <laughs> because she's the one that said she didn't want it. She, she just wanted it to be one time and she didn't want that serious. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she started saying stuff like we, 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 and I, and I started to get stalked a little bit. <laughs> and as it turned out by getting it on with her and giving her that good deep business so good, it was Christmas. Uh, I probably did fumble the back because it was awesome when it was happening, but then all the weird crap that happened afterwards to be, until she got bored chasing me around and decided to go stalk somebody else. Thank goodness. Although it was fun getting it on with her. <clears throat> anyway, that's, that's beside the point. <laughs> Don't judge me. I was young then. Shut up. But what I'm saying is, folks, you know, that was me basically kind of fumbling the bag, you know, because I didn't know anything about this lady except for the way she looked, right? And I should have just kept it, kept it light, kept it moving. Don't try to get it on with it. Because if it was me now, you know, knowing that I don't have any emotionally atta- no, emotional attachment to her, I just think that she has a spectacularly gorgeous face and beyond perfect body. And she was basically telling me to come over to her house and get it on with her a whole bunch of times and then leave with no consequences. Okay, I'd probably still do it. But what I'm saying is, okay, no, I wouldn't do it. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I have to give it some serious thought. You know what I mean? It's just, that woman was devastating. God, she was hot. She in the dress. I'm like, man, I bet there's no way in the world she could look better. I mean, she's perfect. Then she didn't have a dress on and all her drawers and she was naked. And I was like, how are you even better? Just like, Wait a minute. So the bra wasn't holding them up. They, they stayed just like, and those are real good. Which is, I mean, how's that? How was that surprising when a woman's 24, 25 years old? I was like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Shut up. But what I'm saying, folks, is listen, there's going to come a time and there's going to come many, many opportunities in your life. Man, she was hot. Good God almighty. See, now the time has gone by. I, I keep forgetting how weird and how stressful it was to have her acting the way she acted, being like super possessive. I just now, because like so much time has passed, I just think only thing I really remember is what it felt like getting it on with her. And it's like, man, I mean, I was obviously awesome, my Miss Anthony, but, you know, she was incredible too, man. Good God almighty, what a hot, whew, man. Man, was she perfect. If she wasn't crazy, man, I'd, I shouldn't call somebody crazy. That's dis- dis- disrespectful. I say if she wasn't so possessive and uh, 
weird and super jealous. I'm like, you, that's like literally, you, you can't be better looking than you. Why would you, why would you, okay. It must've been pretty bad because anybody that's that gorgeous and, and gets it on that good, uh, you, you would probably try to find ways and excuses to make the relationship keep going. I was like, I know, I know. And it's like, I really enjoy getting it on with her. And she looks like that. And it's just, uh, oh, I see. I, okay, okay, now I remember. She's, she, oh, she's going to, oh, ooh. And you see those behaviors. And you're like, ah, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. Okay, back back to this, back to the podcast. Anyway, so when you, so, so the point is, I don't want you guys to, man, I can't I remember the first, I remember when I came out the kitchen, man. I had the, the, the spatula and this, the wrap. The, had the, 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 this, 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 it wasn't Nutella. It was like a discount version of Nutella. I don't even know if Nutella was. Uh, never mind. That's none of your business. What I'm saying, folks, is look, just don't fumble the bag. There's going to come times in your life when something fantastic and spectacular is going to be in your hands. And you may make a bad decision to mess everything up. Don't do it, man, ladies and gentlemen. When you get your hands on the bag Hold on to the bag. Do not be a bag fumbler. That's that's the point of what I was talking about. Okay, that's really what I was talking. About. I'm sorry that I, you know, went off and went into these imaginations of years ago getting it on with the, probably the best looking human beings ever walked the face of the planet. Good God, man, she was. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <clears throat> uh, this episode's over. Uh, episode 449. Do me a favor, my friends. If you like this podcast, rate and review this podcast, please. Tell friends about this podcast, please. Subscribe to this podcast, please, and come back here on Sundays so we can enjoy talking to each other. Almost as much as I enjoyed getting it on with that woman. She was the hottest woman I have ever... T- <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a little distracted. Uh... Uh, this podcast was over. Man, I was over her house and I was over her. I had that Nutella and the whipped cream. and <laughs> Moving on. Uh, congratulations to the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But that Super Bowl is not the kind of achievement I had when I was on top of that woman. And <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> uh, see you next Sunday. Bye.